Phoenix Talks connects professionals in the life science, medical device, and food industries with useful content like webinars, job openings, articles, and virtual meetings to help you succeed in your career. This food industry-focused podcast brings together some of our editorial staff to share insights into the latest B2B industry news to help keep you up to date. This week on the show, we are discussing Valentine's Day food offers from Popeye's, Cinnabon, and more, and some notable food and beverage ads that aired during the Super Bowl. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the X-Talks Food Podcast. I'm Sydney Perlmutter, Senior Food Industry Journalist and Webinar Moderator at xtalks.com, and this week I'm joined by Aisha Rashid and Vera Kovacevic. Thanks for coming today. So today's show is a bit of a February special. Um, I'm going to be talking about the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day. So first off, um, we're going to take a look at some, or take a listen rather, to some of the Super Bowl food and beverage ads. Um, Now you'll be listening to this on a Thursday, but uh, we're recording on a Monday. So the Super Bowl just happened yesterday. Very exciting game for those who watched. Um, But, you know, to the food industry, it's, it's... it's, it's, it's quite a big event as well, not just for the, uh, the football players, but food and beverage brands, um, as they do, generally start building a buzz for their big game ads um, a few weeks prior to the game. So on February 3rd, um, just a few weeks ago, NBC Universal announced that it had sold out of their commercial time and 30-second ad slots were costing as much as $7 million in some cases. And in a lot of the ads that we're going to talk about today, they were twice or even three times as long as that. So you can imagine how expensive they actually are. And also Super Bowl commercials, they've been sort of a cultural phenomenon of their own alongside the big game itself, as many viewers, like myself, only watch the game really to see the commercials and the halftime show as well. Um, But the use of celebrity cameos has also been very common among Super Bowl ads, and this year was definitely no exception. So we'll, I'll sort of be describing some of the ads to you um, from this year's Super Bowl, starting with Bud Light's Land of Flavors. And this one is featuring a, you know, very famous guy, Guy Fieri. So this ad is a minute long and we get to see um, Loud Flavors Fantasyland in which the mayor of Flavortown, Guy Fieri, Uh, rules the world. So when two of his partners steal a bucket of hard soda from Bud Light um, and bring it back to their leader, Fieri declares the drinks to contain the loudest flavors ever. And then there's sort of a elation in the street and viewers get a shot of two people kissing and the antagonist wrecked by the news as he he waves a spatula in despair. So kind of a fever dream, not going to lie, this commercial, but Guy Fieri always brings, uh, you know, the fire shall we say. And moving on to Lay's. So in this commercial, uh, two very famous guys that we all kind of know and love, Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd, they're dressed in tuxedos and they're sitting on the steps of a church and they're sharing a bag of Lay's chips prior to Rogen's wedding. So they start to reminisce about all the good times they've had, like sharing a road trip in, in 1997. And we see all these flashbacks and one of them is Rudd and Rogen. They're cl- cruising through a Western landscape in a convertible with a top down and they're both screaming to um Shania Twain's you're still the one so very cute really um honing in on their you know love and you know nostalgia but I I like this one this was a personal favorite of mine 
Next, back to beer. So we've got Michelob Ultra, another very star-studded commercial. So we had tennis player Serena Williams. Uh, we had some NBA stars. We had Steve Buscemi, uh, Peyton Manning, and uh, Jimmy Butler as well. So this one's set in sort of an old-timey bowling alley with ELO's song Showdown playing in the background. And viewers witness a cast of uh, the cast going head to head in the lanes, and then time starts to sort of stand still when Serena Mil- when Serena Williams makes an appearance. Um, and this is sort of a theme uh, that I've noticed across uh, some of these ads is that you wouldn't really know what the ads were for um, unless they tell you right at the end. So I, I, I'm not going to lie; I think a lot of them are really um, for the celebrity, and and they're they're more of a show rather than a commercial. Um, and in this one especially, I would have no idea what the commercial is for until they actually mention it at the end. <laughs> um, um, but next, we have Hellman's, so the popular Mayo brand. So they called on uh, the legendary Patriots linebacker and Super Bowl champion Jared Mayo, I wonder why, <laughs> to tackle those throwing um, out usable food in their kitchens um, as part of their food waste tackling team. So one by one, viewers get to watch him tackle unsuspecting folks as they they're about to throw out food in the gar um th- throw food in the garbage. So Pete Davidson, the Saturday Night Live comedian, also makes an appearance um in the Conrad Brands ad, and he sort of protects his mother and gets tackled himself um by Mayo. So I I, I like this ad. I appreciated it as someone who writes about food waste. And now w- where Mayo fits into food waste is is a little bit of a mystery to me. I think. <laughs> You know, you can only make so many potato salads uh, before you throw out the potatoes. But anyway, I thought it was a, a, a well done ad. Next, we have Budweiser. So Budweiser is a very classic. Um, they have a very classic motif with the Clydesdale and uh, the dog duo. So um, Budweiser has been playing up this ongoing friendship between the animals for, for years while barely even showing its product Um like I said, you would not know that this was a Budweiser commercial until the end. Although many people who've been watching the Super Bowl for many years would probably know that. So this minute-long commercial shows um, an injured horse being watched over by his pal on the road to recovery. And, you know, it's sort of a story of perseverance and hope in the latest fixture, fixture in Budweiser's iconic Super Bowl ads. More of a, more of a you know, one to grab the Kleenexes rather than to laugh at, but... Um, Uh, You can believe they'll be back next year. Next, we have Frito-Lay. This was a, I I really like this one as well. So they've been building anticipation of its first ever um, flaming Hot Super Bowl spot with teasers involving music stars Megan Thee Stallion and Charlie Puth. So the earlier teasers made it seem like the celebrities would be appearing in the ad, but it turns out it was a ruse. Instead, the two are voicing um, a fiery songbird and a beatboxing fox alongside a slew of other animals who get pretty lively um, and they get their, after they get their paws on some flaming hot Cheetos and Doritos, um, flaming hot Cool Ranch chips, and in the background we hear Salt and Peppers push it, and I really like this ad as well. And like I said, it was the first time that Flamin' Hot had its own ad rather than just Doritos. Um, but again, Doritos another iconic brand to uh, to have a Super Bowl commercial. And then last but not least, or at least uh, of the ones that I discussed, we had Uber Eats. 
another star-studded commercial. We had um, actor Gwyneth Paltrow, we had Trevor Noah and Jennifer Coolidge, and they each got 30-second ads for the delivery service. So the clever ads, they just remind viewers that Uber can deliver a lot more than just food uh, to their door. Instead of actual treats, the actors dine on a light bulb, soap, a pencil, and in Coolidge's case, lipstick and a makeup brush. So it's kind of playing on the fact that People just believe that Uber Eats is, is just for food. Um, so they're kind of, you know, eating the things that they expect to be food. But you can get, you know, groceries. You can get things from the pharmacy. So I kind of like this one as well. And this was only their second time, Uber Eats' second time, having a Super Bowl commercial. So like I said, these were just a handful of the food and beverage ads. Um, but I know there were plenty more during the actual Super Bowl itself. But as for these ones, um, do you think, like I said, do you think that these ads are more about the, you know, kind of the, the, the popularity and taking part in the tradition rather than, you know, actually trying to sell their product? Uh, you know, do you think that only the big, big companies can actually afford to, uh, to have a time slot? Um, and do you like the tradition? What are your, what are your thoughts on, on the Super Bowl commercials? Like, I definitely think they are still trying to sell their product versus just going along for the tradition because um, I think the expected viewing is somewhere around 100 million people. Oh, wow. So for them, like $7 million for 30 seconds is probably worth it. <laughs> so, and I'm not surprised it's really only the, the big, you know, food and beverage companies that can afford something like that. But I definitely think they're going to for it, for the marketing and sales. Yeah, not just for the tradition. I kind of have the opposite feeling <laughs> where they're going more for the tradition because these companies, like, I don't think they could be marketed anymore. Like Uber Eats, who doesn't know, you know, Uber Eats and you have like the biggest players in the food and beverage, like Budweiser and, you know, Frito-Lays, Lays. So it's just like, for me, I think it's just about going along with tradition and they have the money to do so, right? This isn't like small companies trying to come in and sell their products. So I kind of think it's more about the tradition and then, you know, getting all these celebrities on board and, and things like that. So I don't know, it just gives me the feeling that's more for just the whole Super Bowl kind of uh, tradition, <laughs> but... It could be, a, it's probably a mix of both. Yeah, like, like for example, I didn't know that Uber Eats can deliver um, products, not oh. just food. I didn't know that they can deliver, yeah. like, makeup or whatever else. Yeah, so. I guess, you. yeah, I mean, usually we don't learn much from the ads aside from, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, they still exist. The companies or their products still exist. But yeah, yeah, yeah Uber is, it, they even have like a courier service too. So if you need to send something to someone, they can do that as well. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's it's a bit of a mix of both. Of course, these companies can definitely afford it. And I think they like taking part in the tradition. But of course, I guess with any ad, they're st they still are trying to sell, you know, a product um, or, or themselves. Um, but I think a lot of the time they are such longstanding, um, you know, participants in this tradition as well. Um, and I don't. I don't see that changing. It's always it it is always cool though to see new companies um, and and what they come up with because like Doritos and um, Budweiser like they've had these motifs for so many years and they typically 
stick to the same sort of storyline or things like that, but it's cool to see, you know, new ones and, and new things. Of course, we're in Canada, so I didn't even get to see any of these commercials, but you can watch all of them on YouTube, and I'm sure someone made a cute compilation of, of all of the uh, commercials to watch after. Get yeah. their $7 million worth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or more. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the one of the rare times that people actually want to watch commercials as opposed to just like skip over them. Yeah, I think it, it's just an extension of the whole like experience, the whole like mm-hmm. the Super Bowl experience with the commercials, the halftime show. So it's all built into that. So it's just an extension of the entertainment like that's mm-hmm. involved in this big event kind of a thing. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys did watch uh, the Super Bowl yesterday, but that halftime show was incredible. I was, yeah. I was so sad that it was over. I wanted more. It I was thought, short. It was yeah. short. I was yeah. like, that was that's the only part I watched. <laughs> Sorry to say, what was, but what was, what was the oh the acts. Oh, okay, so it was um it was Dr. Uh, Dre, Mary, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Fifty Cent made an appearance, and Snoop he wasn't, Dogg. and Snoop yeah. Dogg, and then also Kendrick Lamar, and mm-hmm. it was uh the the this all their their performances flowed so nicely into the next, and I think they all like it seemed like they all loved performing together too. It just like it was. It was really, really, it was one to remember for sure. Um, yeah, it was like, I think there, people were saying it was a bit short and mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, that's it <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But yeah, it was just so much like nostalgia from, you yeah. know, the OGs literally, mm-hmm. you know, of uh, the 90s and, you know, early yeah. 2000s and mm-hmm. stuff. So like, that's why like so many people like myself are looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh my God, these tunes, you know, it's just. Yeah, it was great. So, yeah, that's all I tuned in for. (laughs) Sad to say I'm not a football fan. I can't do it. Fair enough. Me too. I only got into it because a friend of mine was very into it, and then I started caring, um, you know, for, for one team over the other and they won so <laughs> okay so you cared about LA <laughs> yeah yeah I think I think the Bengals were the underdogs and um it was close though it was a you know good game from what I watched but anyway um today is Valentine's Day so happy Valentine's Day we're all coincidentally wearing red and we didn't even plan on that um but it is a celebration of love and to many like myself that entails food So we've got some heart-shaped treats and buy one, get one free deals um, to share with loved ones from restaurants nationwide. They always figure out, you know, how to celebrate the holiday in a delicious way. So I'm going to talk about some of this year's Valentine's Day food offers from restaurants and fast food chains. We'll start with the savory and then we'll move on to the sweet. So we'll start with California Pizza Kitchen. So this year, um, you can celebrate Valentine's Day with a shareable heart-shaped pizza from the popular pizza chain. So it launched the sweet deal for two packages last week with a pair of deals that will last right through Valentine's Day weekend and on the day itself. Um, So you can get an appetizer, a pair of entrees, and a dessert for $40. And then the adventure deal also comes with an appetizer, a pair of main meals, and a dessert, but the offerings are slightly different and elevated, it seems. So they've got Belgian chocolate souffle cake um, and lettuce wraps with chicken for $45. Now moving on to something more my speed, Popeyes. So the only thing better than a chicken sandwich is two for the price of one. 
So Popeye's Valentine's Day promotion gives customers two chicken sandwich combos, classic or spicy, for the price of one, making it the perfect meal for those who would rather celebrate with fast food over any other gift. And this isn't the first time that they've gotten in on shareable meals for Valentine's Day. In 2019, they had a two-can-dine for Valentine's Day deal for $10, which included fried chicken, sides, and biscuit. But this year's Bogo Chicken Sandwich deal um, is available starting Valentine's Day through February 20th. And this is something else I've noticed with uh, these Valentine's Day deals is that they're not some of them aren't just on the day of. They extend either throughout the week or even throughout the month. Uh, so really taking advantage of the marketing opportunities there. And then next we have a really interesting one from the Maine Lobster Marketing Collaborative. So, you know, some people buy bouquet of flowers for their significant others, but the Maine Lobster Marketing Collaborative is offering an alternative for seafood lovers. So last week, the company announced that it brought back its lobster tail bouquet making kits for another year. So just picture that, if you will. Um, the collaborative is working with three companies to sell the kits, which are all made with Maine harvested lobster tails. So one of the companies is selling the bouquet uh, kits with six lobster tails plus clam chowder for two for $99, another one for $199, and then the third one starting at $89. So if you're wondering what they include, uh, we've got skewers, festive, wax paper, and a burlap wrap, and of course, um, an original Maine lobster valentine tag. So essentially, it's just lobster tail bouquets. Um, if you would rather spend the money on <laughs> seafood than flowers, at least you can eat it. <laughs> Uh, next, we have a um, very popular uh, chain, White Castle. So in the past, in years past, they would actually do something really interesting for, for a fast food company. So they'd host this romantic in-restaurant Valentine's Day meal, and they would transform into fine dining rooms, complete with reservations, hostess seating, tableside service, and plenty of festive red decor. But as the Omicron surge continues, White Castle actually announced last month, month that it wouldn't be running the event at all this year. But the 101-year-old family business has a Valentine's Day food offer for people on the go. So they made, um, you know, to-go celebration uh, with its Love Cube meal boxes. So it's sort of just like a cube. And the meal includes two... Um, uh, eight, sorry, it includes eight cheese sliders, two small soft drinks, and a choice of two shareable sides for $15. But I thought it was really interesting that they, um, you know, would, would transform their restaurants into, and, you know, a fine dining restaurant. And I also wonder who would actually attend those. Um, unfortunately, this year it won't happen, but maybe we'll see it again next year. And I would be very curious to see pictures of that. Uh, now we're going to move on to some of the sweeter side. Uh, so Cinnabon. What would Valentine's Day be without a sweet treat, in my opinion? Um, every Monday in February, Cinnabon is offering a limited edition fantasy sweet bundle. So that is a combo of two rolls and two cinnamon roll flavored cold brew iced coffees, which sounds so good. And much like White Castle's Valentine's Day food offer, customers don't even have to leave their house to score that deal. So there's delivery on orders $15 and up from February 1st to February 14th. 
Next, we have melting pot. Um, I'd never heard of this before, but melting pot is sort of a, um, a fondue chain. So you can have a dinner with cheese first and then chocolate. So they're offering several options for the month of February and on Valentine's Day itself. So on Thursdays throughout the month, uh, they're calling it Thursdate, which is a four-course meal starting at $40. Or if you have a group of girls, you know, celebrate Valentine's Day with um, the best fondue friends forever or BFFF menu. And then on Valentine's Day, they're offering a five-course menu for $150 a couple, which includes a starter, cheese fondue, salad, an entree, chocolate fondue, and creme brulee. And then lastly, we have um, the beloved waffle chain, Waffle House. They're not offering any deals per se, but they're sort of taking the um, White Castle route and some of their locations will be serving up an affordable one-of-a-kind date night, um, you know, beneath the warm glow of their iconic yellow signs. So they're doing... um, Uh, Close to 150 of their restaurants in 19 states will be taking reservations, offering special menu items and dimming down those lights um, and classing up the tables a little bit for uh, with candles and white tablecloths. So this was a tradition that reportedly began in 2008 um, and an influx of customers dined at this restaurant every Valentine's Day. So the manager decided to make it um, the experience extra special. So I thought that was kind of sweet. So, like I said, some of the these Valentine's Day food offers are only valid on the holiday itself, but many of them extend beyond the day into the rest of the week or month. So, even though Valentine's Day is today and well, when you're listening, it'll have passed, a lot of these offers um, and more will still be standing. So... Um, you know, I am not a huge fan of Valentine's Day, but I always like talking about the food and stuff like that. So, um, you know, do you think that, again, these are sort of more of just like a marketing tactic and something that these companies like to take advantage of? Um, Or in some cases, do you think they even lose money by offering, uh, you know, all these deals and people taking advantage of them? Um. I don't know. Yeah, there's nothing innovative or like Valentine's centric about this. Like <laughs> most are just like, hey, two for one, you know, mm-hmm. get two for one deal, which is like you can get that every other month. So it's <laughs> kind of gimmicky, I think, just, you know, a marketing tactic. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's another commercial holiday. So, of course, these companies um uh, are going to, you know, try to benefit from it. Um, if yeah, who knows? They might be losing money, but I don't know, like, if Valentine's Day, you know, are people, go again, I'm not big on Valentine's either, but like, you know, are people booking those fancy reservations or are they actually doing Popeyes? Like, I, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> what, what, you know, how big of a market or, you know, like, how um, My far-reaching friends. this would be, but... My friends would say, if it's a first date, go to Popeye's. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, first but... date on Valentine's Day. Imagine. Mm, I've gotten romantic. that once. Oh, was, wow. Yeah. I was That's like, so funny. Okay. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, I have not heard of um, companies like Popeye's or, or yeah. White Castle even, or even Cinnabon. Cinnabon, I yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard of them having anything, any That's promotion true. for Valentine's Day. At first, I thought it was only like, you know, 
the chocolates at like the the local grocery store (laughs) you know that's the only thing that I thought when I thought of food for Valentine's Day but it seems like now it's becoming um like other um kind of food brands are taking advantage of this not just you know chocolate makers yeah, for sure. And and I'll agree with you, Aisha, there's not much innovation going on. Um, you know, like, yes, you can turn a food into the shape of a heart or, you know, make it red or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, oh, and, and it reminded me too of, I think last year, um, Craft Dinner. <laughs> yeah, they, they released this candy flavored uh, like oh. mac and cheese oh, and it was pink if terrible. you remember that like this the picture of it was was so funny um and I think they released that for Valentine's Day so you know th- that was an innovation I don't know if that was a joke or if it was serious but um it looked very visually interesting uh, to look at but yeah I, I definitely agree with you there's not um there's only really so much you can do and it also is just the one day um but yeah, I really wonder who's going to, you know, fast food restaurants rather than, you know, a nice having a nice meal. But I guess, you know, it's 24 hours in a day. You can hit up multiple places and take advantage of multiple deals if you wanted to. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I would I would definitely go to fast food to take advantage if they have a Me deal. Me too. Valentine's. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? You can I go like, to a nice restaurant anytime. I'm sure they're not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At yeah, first, I thought they... they'd be overbooked for Valentine's. Mm-hmm. Then, the mm-hmm. nicer kind of in, the nicer in dining, ones. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those usually are, but like, are they gonna like check if you have like your two for one? Well, who's your? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good <laughs> you know? point. I don't think so. I yeah. don't think so. <laughs> there's a there's a uh, popular kind of scene from from The Office where it's Valentine's Day and they all go get their nails done at a place because it's two for one and the nail place is, is kind of doing that they're like checking okay who are you with who are you with and then they didn't believe one of the couples so that they you know they took their service elsewhere but yeah I don't think Popeyes is really validating um (laughs) who's a couple and who isn't (laughs) well yeah it's kind of it is kind of good marketing for them because maybe like some people who never had Popeyes before are now going to have it and then they're gonna Mm. like it and then they're gonna be like okay yeah I'm gonna go back again right so it could could it could gain money in the longer run I guess Mm -hmm. The Cinnabon is speaking to me. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, me too. All right. Well, that's the end of this episode of the X Talks Food Podcast. If you liked today's show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, everyone, and see you next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the X Talks Food Industry Podcast. If you enjoyed our discussions today, please share the episode with your friends and colleagues and be sure to subscribe in order to be notified when a new episode is released. To join in on the discussion, you can find Xtalks on social media, email podcast at xtalks.com or comment on the articles directly. Links are in the show description. Take a moment to join our community at xtalks.com to get access to everything we have to offer, including webinars, job listings, virtual meetings, articles, and more. The views and opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the speakers sharing them. They should not be taken as professional advice and do not necessarily reflect the policy or position Honeycomb Worldwide. For further information, email us at podcast at xtalk.com. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week.